0: The opinions of Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerate. The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fower and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Uh, we're number
1: two, 713-780- ESPN's your number, 713- 780-3776. You can also get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz, click like, you are good to go. There is uh Twitter at Fred Power, F A O U R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz at Degenerates 975. Can text the show, you know the number for that. Missed the first hour. Little uh, UFC talk, little general TV talk, little NFL. Worked in some of the potential trades. Uh, kind of curious. I was surprised to see that uh, this will be the four seconds that I talk about women's basketball, but I was surprised to see Kim Mulkey go to LSU.
2: Yeah, she I, she's from Louisiana. I mean, I don't know if this was a a money thing or what. I feel like Baylor's got a pretty good thing going there. I I don't really know. I don't, I don't know the um, behind the scenes of women's basketball enough to know why Kim Mulkey left Baylor because, like I said, it seems like things were – maybe Baylor's men's team now took the spotlight and she's like, I want out of here.
1: Yeah, I can't have that. Yeah, I wanna, right, I, I'm I, going. I, I have to be the big dog.
2: Bro. I'm going to a, a school where the basketball program will likely be suspended. Uh, like they'll likely be on suspension in the, in the next few years, at least on probation. So I'll just go to LSU, where the, you know I can be the queen in the castle again.
1: Mm, you know, there's kind of a good football program there too.
2: Well, you know, listen, there's then, also, uh, you know what else there is. They're in trouble too,
1: though. what about baseball program? They I think they're win? all in trouble. Mm. Well, I guess she's going to go and save them. <laughs> Oh, 713 espn Somebody asked me, is it smart to take up Mattress Mac on the Kentucky Derby, Derby favorite wins? You get it for a free bet. Uh, I I think he's got a shot, but, you know. Well,
2: that's a risky bet because the favorite could change between now and Derby Day, couldn't it? it yeah, it's probably I mean, hypothetically? It's probably
1: not, unless he scratches. Then it yeah. could be somebody, and that happens. Uh, I, I think, but I guess uh,
2: under that rule, like if, if he scratches, then whoever the new favorite is, you'd be good. You get right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I I think if he were to scratch, then there's about five horses that would be vying for favoritism. And and then you're kind of really looking at guesswork there.
2: What's the gap between the the best horse and then like the the second through fifth horses?
1: Uh, It's not going to be that big, but he is a consensus favorite. Uh, Is the
2: gap between one and two bigger than the gap between two and five?
0: No,
1: okay. Not in my opinion. So, uh, but I I am going to play against him. It just I'm waiting on the draw, so that I can figure out exactly what I'm going to do. But I do like uh, essential quality is the favorite, and ever since they've gone to this point system, the favorites are winning like crazy because usually those horses uh, they're just better. Well, they get rid of a lot of the the riffraff that was winning every now and then that only had to run one good race. And then they run the race of their life on Derby Day, and then they disappear forever. Uh, but but one of the horses I'm really interested in is called Known Agenda, and he's going to be like the fourth or fifth favorite. And I usually hate Todd Pletcher horses, but this this one uh, looked really impressive in the Florida Derby, so I just kind of want to see where he's uh, sitting because I think he's got a chance. He's got enough tactical speed to be close. And, um, you know, there's a couple of other other horses that I like with him but right now that's that's where i'm leaning and uh but there's a a couple of horses that are going that aren't going to run now that we're going to kind of guarantee a fast pace so i don't think you're going to have that fast of a pace so i like this horse all right but uh wilt well, says just be quiet about LSU we're just trying to let things blow over <laughs> oh, Yeah. Mm, good luck yeah well my, i think that might have been what caused part of the problem in the first place um <laughs>
2: well that's for the football program basketball program was that was bag work
1: oh okay yeah but not watson bag no no not that kind of bag work okay okay just checking um a couple of this is where you start getting all the weird draft rumors and i guess the reports out today that the 49ers are choosing between mac jones and trey lance at number three i i kind of got to believe when you made that trade you already knew who you wanted right i would i would assume so but
2: when you make that trade and you and now you see everything, you figure out everything that you may not have known before. I mean, I, you you've got to be flexible enough to change your mind, right? Yeah, yeah. It just seems like because if you stay firm with what you said when you made the deal, and then new evidence shows up that says you were wrong, I, I feel like if you if you stand stick to your guns, this is the guy we traded for. This is the guy we got to get. Mm, that, that's, not the, that's not the way I'd go.
1: No, but I mean, I, I also don't think you give up all those assets without knowing. You know, like this is the guy. Um, so I. Well,
2: I, remember at the time, we didn't know for sure who number two was
1: going to be. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think we suspected, but. Uh,
2: yeah. And since then, number two has become a lot more firm. So. The What we assumed at the time was if the 49ers are willing to trade up to three, then chances are good there's more than one quarterback that they'd be happy with. Yeah. So that's just maybe they said we'd really like Zach Wilson, but if we can get Mac Jones, then we'll, we'll take Mac Jones.
1: Uh, ESPN writes that they like five quarterbacks at the uh, three spot. <laughs> Two of them you can scratch off, right? uh trevor lawrence is not going third no zach wilson is probably not going third. he's probably going <laughs> second yeah
2: so uh, I so mean, the,
1: the espn still has justin fields in the mix which yeah, okay
2: boy now that we've heard about this medical stuff my guess is that that's becoming less and less
1: likely yeah so um but obviously we'll find out thursday but i think uh I'm not going to be surprised if it's Jones, and not going to be surprised if it's Trey Lance. Lance is the one that is interesting to me with the upside thing, but it could also be a disaster. I mean, that's a high risk play there. But I also, you know, I also feel better about what Kyle Shanahan would get out of either one of those guys, and maybe that's just too much blind trust. The other thing is, and this is why I love anonymous sources dropping stuff all the time. There are, there's a a bunch of reports that basically say Penny Sewell's not that good. the big Oregon tackle. Mm-hmm. All anonymous, of course. They're just trying to, and, and now they're trying to get the guy to slide for some reason. I wonder which team is sitting at like nine or 10 that would be leaking this stuff in hopes the guy slides.
2: I don't know. I I I mean, we talked about this with Lance before. Everything could be a smoke screen, and everything could be real. chances are good that anything that gets said this far in front of the draft isn't real the only The only team that has no reason to lie is Jacksonville, right? Yeah, everybody else you could make you could make up some kind of reasoning that like well, maybe they're just trying to get someone else to jump up and trade with them like but everyone knows Jacksonville's not trading their pick. everyone knows who they're taking. I say, I mean, we assume, it's like 99.99%, right? Yeah. So if that's the case, it, there's 31 teams out there that have a reason to be full of bleep on what they plan on doing or what they want to do because they're still making moves behind the scenes and it does them no good to make their, make their wants and desires and dislikes, all of that stuff known publicly because wh- 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 who's that helping?
1: Yeah, I just totally distrust stories that have only anonymous scouts. And especially when you have several anonymous scouts speaking about one player, I just feel like somebody's somebody's planning that for a reason. Because otherwise, you don't need three scouts to say the guy's not any good. Yeah, You can use one anonymous scout. So... Uh 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713 right, guys, if you miss a hockey play, I'll do it one more time, but please stop DMing me on Twitter while I'm on air asking for picks. That is, I'm going to start blocking people that do that. I'm sorry it's just getting out of hand, and I'm sorry if you missed it, but, you know, I I, I do have a radio show to do, guys, and...
2: Well, listen. You make the people rich, Fred. No, listen. I'm, I'm
1: happy. To, I'm happy to help out. It's just that kind of stuff is getting way out of line, and I, I can't do it anymore. So I will tell you, Canadians Flames over five and a half. That game starts at five thirty. So you got twenty minutes to get your bet in. That's that's it. I'm not doing. That's it. 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 Um, seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN is your number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Um. Man, there's a, a couple of things I wanted to get to um, but uh, from the NFL because uh, Troy Vincent actually spoke out on Deshaun Watson this weekend. I mean, didn't say anything. He just said it's not good for anybody. <laughs> but that's the first time the league has said something. Yeah. It says, I'm just praying for the young man personally today. I'm praying for him and his family. I'm praying for the young ladies that have come out. This is not good for anybody. Forget the sport. But I think we've learned that every situation is different. They're delicate. You make sure that folks, whether it's the accuser, the victim, whoever it may be, there's a due process in place. And I think we've learned that over time. Not that we've rushed in the past, but I think we've, well, you have rushed in the past. Eh, A little bit, a little bit. Zeke disagrees. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really new happening, happening there. So, um, but at least, I, obviously, at some point, the NFL had to address it. They know what's going on, even though there's yeah, – I, I, I still don't know what's going to happen with that. Let's try uh, – Alex has a draft question. Let's get Alex on. What's up, Alex?
3: Hey, guys. I appreciate the show. I uh, just want to ask you all, thoughts. do you think there's any chance of us moving up to the second round at some point? And then also, if so uh, – what do y'all think
2: we would try and say? My my guess is is I would I'd say it's about if it were Wednesday I would say ninety percent the Texans don't move up because if you move up basically whoever you're drafting you're wasting a year of what you own him for like it, it's you only have these guys for four years a second round pick and we all know next year is going to be wasted I, I think if anything that the Texans may stockpile draft picks. They may they may take a few guys to fill out their roster, but I, w- I would be more surprised if the Texans traded up than if they traded down.
1: Oh, well, I think I think they'll trade down and get more picks, and we talked with Lance about this. I think they're very likely to trade picks this year for picks next year.
2: I think that's the best move. That, and, that's what they should be doing.
1: Yeah, and obviously, this, this is not going to be a one-year turnaround, especially since you're going to be starting from scratch at, at quarterback. So... I, I think uh, this is not the draft to go and, and try to move up because you don't have the assets to do it anyway. And you certainly don't have the player assets. And you don't have the draft capital. You need more draft capital. And I think that's what they'll they'll try to do is get more later round picks and get more picks next year.
2: I think that the Texans will be very excited if there's a... You know, a, a really solid cornerback available. Or a defensive or, line. Or a, yep, or a pass rusher. But I I think that the likelihood that there's going to be one that they feel like they've got to jump up for is is super low.
1: Yeah, and I think they can, you know, like I said, I think they'll wind up trading down to, to get more fourth and fifth round picks more more likely than anything. Or, hey, let's get a second next year for a third this year. Those are the kind of deals I would expect them to make. Those are the kind of deals the Patriots make, and they basically have a you know, I also, little Patriot guy running it. So.
2: I also wouldn't be surprised if the Texans draft, in, with one of their picks, draft a quarterback. Not, not I mean, obviously not. They're not going to move up to get – they're not looking at getting a starting quarterback, but because they don't have quarterbacks on the roster – my guess is that they... They, no, they, have, they
1: got two. They traded for oh, the they guy. they got Taylor from, now. And they, they and, got Taylor and they traded for their... Uh, what, what's his name from the Bengals? Finley.
2: Oh, I forgot about yeah. that.
1: Yeah. yeah, They're out there battling, AJ. They are out there
2: battling. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe they won't take a quarterback. I've, I've been projecting that they'd take one in like around four or five.
1: Uh, I think they'll probably get an undrafted guy as a project or a late round guy. But, I mean, they, they have too many positions where they actually need to get guys that can develop into real players for them. But, again the likelihood that you're going to get real players
2: at the, where they're at in the draft boy it's it's a coin flip at best it, it is
1: but that has been something that nick
2: We're has, been, found out if nick has been good
1: at but i he's got you know but i don't care because i'm no longer a texans fan i'm a lifelong jaguar fan That's for right. a week uh we'll be right back it's the blitz on ESPN 97.5925
0: we can share. on ESPN 97.5 You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz.
1: Is Deshaun more unlikable than James Harden now? I think so. I, I, and I, I've i never been a big Harden fan, but you know, I, I think the way this has played out, um, I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious what, what the fans think about that. And then Tamara Steelers, girl. normally when an NFL player has been accused of allegations, the commission jumps on it fairly quickly. The fact they haven't addressed or come forward with any new information regarding Watson feels like there's a lot of ambiguity involved. I think there is. They don't know enough either. And I think what Vincent even saying is, like, well, we don't want to rush because they have rushed before and they have made mistakes. And, you know, obviously there's enough here that he's going to get suspended at some point. But to, you know, to go ahead and start talking about it now is premature, as apparently Deshaun was several times. Uh, seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN is your number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. I uh, am really curious about because uh, it seems like all right. So we know what's going to happen through three picks. To me, Atlanta is kind of the, the interesting one here because there, there's a lot of Kyle Pitts talk.
2: Well, when you say we know what's going to happen through three picks, we know there's going to be quarterback station yeah, one, two, three. yeah, and yeah. I think
1: we're pretty sure. Well, we're pretty, I think we know one and two. Yeah, we're pretty sure we know three. We know it's one of two guys. What happens if somebody's in love with that <gasps> other guy, and they're the Falcons sitting there at four, where they could, and, and if they trade Julio Jones, and this would be a guy who'd be a good replacement, but as an offensive weapon, but what if somebody comes at you with a huge deal because they like Trey Lance? You're in a tough spot.
2: Because if you're the Falcons, Kyle Pitts feels to you like maybe a, a franchise-changing guy, which is—I uh, mean, I don't know if that's real. Because how often are tight ends franchise-changing guys? Yeah, but it's like—but if he's they, like Tony Gonzalez or Rob Gronkowski, then well, yeah. But the way you it, want to take the way,
1: him. the way Lance talks about him, it's—it's it's, you can't really think of him as a right. tight end. Yeah, he's a pass catcher as a, a pass-catching playmaker.
2: Yeah, I—I feel, but but then if you look at him like that. Well, you've you've still got Julio Jones, even though he's I mean, he's certainly declining. He's still a good player. You've got Calvin Ridley, who you look at as the future of of your receiving core. Do you want to add that or do you feel like you'd be better served by having multiple picks? I'm big on the Falcons going all in right now because you're running out of time where Matt Ryan's going to be good enough to do anything. Yeah. So to me, if you're not drafting your next quarterback here, you should be pushing all in to surround him with everything that you can.
1: Yeah, I think the problem is they've missed that window. They may have, and,
2: and if that's the case, then you should either then you should you should draft a quarterback here if you like one of these guys, or you should trade out and and try and and get a nice haul for that fourth pick.
1: Yeah, because I I still think, especially if we wind up trading Julio, then Pitts would make a lot of sense, but you've still got a ton of work to do on the defensive side with yep. the team. And that's that's been one of the real problems. So, and I, I, I think the Falcons are intriguing because I look at them, as long as they have Matt Ryan, I feel like they can be competitive. Just they really weren't competitive last year. Lose something? Yeah.
2: I thought I brought in a uh, sugar-free Red Bull.
1: Oh.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, apparently- do you like
2: mean to go get you one? No, I'll get one out of my office during the next break. It's all good. No worries.
1: Probably sitting like uh, on the toilet in there or something. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were saying I was probably sitting on it. I was like, I feel like I'd that. <laughs> oh, boy. 713 780 ESP is the number 713 780 3776. We'll keep the uh, draft talk come, uh, going. With hopefully, Lance, if he's not too busy today. So, um,
2: yeah. And uh, I people heard us talk or people heard the morning show talking about it. So I don't know if everyone is aware, but. Uh, on Friday, we're changing things up a little bit. Fred and I and Aaron will be here from seven to eleven a.m. We're going to do the morning show on Friday, and Lance and Dell are going to work from four to six on that Friday. You'll hear it from six o'clock until you know whenever. You'll hear draft coverage here on uh, Thursday and Friday. So. Uh, starting at six o'clock you'll have on Thursday, you'll have the first round, uh, starting at six o'clock on Friday, you'll have the second and third rounds. But, um, because Lance is going to be up until probably three in the morning doing television stuff, uh, for NFL network, he wasn't going to make the morning show. And obviously we want to have Lance on. So, uh, Lance is going to do the afternoon show on Friday. So if you, you'll get, I mean, listen, I mean, I think Fred and I, we, we we watch a lot of college football. We're, we're kind of in the know on some of this stuff, but you'll get better draft coverage on uh, on this show on Friday than you would if Fred and I were here.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and that's um, there's a reason the guy's on NFL Network. So yeah, seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN's your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. So that's news to me. But hey, I'm da- I'm, I'm oh, down. You don't read the emails uh i didn't get an email today oh you did you get an
2: email aaron yes everybody gets the email you're on the email if if
1: it's just that general long
2: long ass thing yeah i don't i don't bother with that of course you don't i just i spend my whole monday mornings working on those things so why would anyone bother right
1: (laughs) because so little of it ever has anything to do with me (laughs) that is true yeah it's always uh so and so is off so and so is off guess who never takes off whose name is never at the top of that thing so there
3: well, I'm glad we addressed it today, and it wasn't just you and I staring at each other at 7 a.m. Uh, on hey, Friday morning. good. Did anybody got to call Fred? Fred wakes up early anyway. He'll yeah,
1: be fine. Yeah, I'm up early. I would have gotten a text from you at like 6.55. Where are you? I'm like, what? I'll be there in 15 minutes. So I would have missed the first 15 minutes. I'm pretty sure you guys would have brought that up beforehand. We would have. Again. So, yeah. 713-780-ESPN the number. 713-780-3776. Do you see... Uh, see jake paul was at your uh your fight saturday night oh, i did see that got into it a little bit with uh cormier but did you see his uh i can't tell if that's like a wrestling it, it, like... it has to be right because that's what jake paul is and th- i mean he's, daniel, he's...
2: i think daniel cormier at his heart is like he wants to be a pro wrestler like that's what he wishes it was so i i do think it's some sort of like trying to get hype but
1: nah. I man it's a sideshow but guess what he's making money off it he is i respect it but did you see his, uh, he went after Dana White for not paying guys? <laughs> well, um, he basically... He knows a lot about it because he's been in
2: the MMA game for literally never.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I got to say, he makes pretty good points that he's, he made more money off his last pay-per-view than almost every MMA fighter in history has. And you
2: could also say, well, if you weren't a YouTube star and you were just a regular-ass 2-0 boxer how much money do you think you'd be making and i could give him his answer it's probably about 50 dollars like you don't make real money in boxing until you're like 7 and 0 10 and 0 then they're like okay not even then man we'll, you we'll give be you a, a 17 18 oh i'm talking about before you make like we'll give you a 1000 to show uh, i mean when you're when you're 2 and 0 you're literate they're saying yeah we'll give you 50 bucks to win or 50 bucks to show 50 bucks to win like don't tell me about real money and now, listen, we've seen a lot of these guys leave the UFC for more money, for for more opportunity. I would, And Anthony Pettis had his first fight this weekend outside the UFC. Didn't go his way. Um, but I think that a lot of these guys, they they realize that once they leave, they become kind of forgotten. And I'm not saying that it's fair that fighters don't get paid. I think fighters are underpaid, certainly, at that level. But I also understand that that's the business, and until they unionize and do something, that's going to continue to be the business. And I can't really blame Dana White for not changing his business model because it's making him a ton of money. So it's hard to argue with the results that he's getting because it's worked for a long time. And every once in a while, a fi- this is what we've found. Fighters say, listen, we got to get better pay. If we don't get better pay, I'm going somewhere else. And then the UFC says, okay. And then they go somewhere else. And that guy fights a couple times, might make some more money. But then people stop talking about him. Remember Demetrius it, Johnson was the best 125-pounder in the world? You don't know where he is. I mean, he, he's hidden away somewhere. No one talks about him anymore. Um, and then it becomes harder and harder to pay these guys because outside of the UFC, people aren't really buying pay-per-views for, for MMA.
1: Which is why these guys are going to boxing in, in sideshows and, and doing sideshows, which is, hey, it's fine they make money off of it. And, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't really have a problem with it if people are willing to pay for something. The UFC so be
2: believes that their brand is bigger than any fighter. And so far, they've been right.
1: Well, you know what it's like. It's like ESPN a few years ago. Anybody who left ESPN and got to thinking they it's were bigger very than, similar. than the network, pretty much disappeared. Yep. And they would all come crawling back at some point if they could. But yeah, you know, it 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 does feel like that a lot. It's like once these guys leave, it's kind of like okay, you're you don't have that behind you anymore. I mean, Fox is taking a bunch of them now, but it's it's not like I don't think people are seeking out Fox either. No. So, all right. All
2: right, guess what? Uh, There are there's a pay per view this weekend for boxing, heavyweight boxing. Premier boxing champions presents Ruiz versus Ariola. Andy Ruiz, Chris the Nightmare Ariola, friend of our show, uh, although not the best language, he says bad words, but he's going to try to do some bad words with his hands. Uh, And these are arguably, you could argue, these are the two best Mexican heavyweights in boxing history, and they're fighting on Saturday night uh, on the Fox Sports. Premier Boxing Champions pay-per-view main event. The return of Andy Ruiz, the first ever Mexican-American heavyweight champion of the world. He uh, knocked out Anthony Joshua or beat Anthony Joshua in 2019. A stunning upset and now he gets to take on fan favorite Chris Ariola and show favorite Chris Ariola when he uses his nice words. He's a show favorite. It's an all-Mexican all, box, uh, all Mexican boxing extravaganza. Three pay-per-view undercard matchups featuring feature exciting all-action toss-up fights uh, including we're going to get to see Omar Figueroa Jr., who's one of the best up-and-coming boxers you'll be able to find anywhere. So just a very fan-friendly style. Going to be some great fights. You can buy the pay-per-view now on foxsports.com PPV and watch on any screen. Fight start at 8 o'clock on Saturday night. That's foxsports.com PPV. good, I could do better. That bitch from the woods, I think she a hunter. She a killer and a eater, she a Jeffrey Dahmer. I could tell when she in the feeling... Who's this? Hey, this is Trey Wingo. You're listening to ESPN 975 Houston. Hello.
0: Is the blitz on espn 97.5 and on espn 92.5 live from the veritex community bank studios here's fred fower and aj hoffman and we're back
1: listen up it's now out mlb the show 21 what mlb the show 21 is ready to play on both playstation and xbox consoles where's my copy yeah courtney Xbox for me, please.
3: She emailed you both and said, just let me know what cup, which what? one you want. No, I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't get that, get that email. Either. She so. sent it to you last night.
1: No, I have her filtered out, I think. Mm. Xbox for me. <laughs> uh, enjoy cross-platform and cross-gen play with PlayStation gamers available on the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S versions of the game. Customize your stadium with over 1,000 elements to make your stadium your own. Share your stadium online and use them in Diamond Dynasty and franchise mode. Create your dream team in Diamond Dynasty. Play with your favorite legends, flashbacks, and current-day players all on your team. MLB The Show 21 get you to the postseason when you want. Don't feel like playing a full 162-game season? Play only the biggest moments and cruise your way to victory. Get it now for PlayStation and Xbox at theshow.com. Oh, I do see this email. Oh, yeah? Did I miss it? Probably.
3: It's also that bad guy, Fernando Tatis Jr., on the cover.
2: Yeah.
1: it's, I, I, I I want it
2: I, I want uh, I, I can't I still haven't been able to get a PS5 I'm so tired of I like follow this stupid thing on Twitter that lets me know when PS5s go up for sale and then I'll go to the website and I'll, they're always immediately sold out like it's pissing me off so bad and like I just I have something against paying extra. Like, I could buy one, I'm sure, for $700. So whoever whoever has the hookup gets the $200. But I'm like, that's just such BS to me. I feel like it's got to change. Like, w- w- there's got to be... There's got to start being enough supply to meet the demand here soon. So I don't want to go paying an extra 200 bucks, which is like, you know, it's three games worth. Or, you know, two games and an extra controller, which is all crap you got to buy too. So... I'm just waiting it out patiently, but I'm I'm getting impatient. I can tell you that.
1: So you're not really waiting it out <laughs> patiently. I'm I'm waiting
2: it out <laughs> impatiently, trying to pretend I'm patient. Ah. How about that?
1: Okay. So I guess no Lance?
3: No, he's coming on at 6. Oh, okay. Says that on your rundown.
1: Does
2: it? Hey, Fred doesn't read the rundown. There's too many words. <laughs> I don't think
3: Fred reads. <laughs> not uh, emails, not rundowns. No, I, I ain't I, got
2: time for this reading nonsense. Uh, Hey Bubba, let me tell you what. If if it was worth reading, they'd put it in the good book. I'll tell you that, Bubba. See a Jesus guy? I don't know. I just assume anybody who talks like that is.
3: <laughs> uh, they'd have made a movie about it by now if it was actually worth reading. Exactly. That's what I told him about my
2: playbook at Arkansas. I said, Hey Bubba, you want me to read this thing? You better make a movie.
1: Does it involve a fumble? That's a low blow, Fred. No, I'm just saying that that would be the...
2: Hey, Bubba, talk, talk all you want, but I was the quarterback of America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Bubba had that star on my hat. Not a lot of people can say that, Bubba. That's accurate. You had that
3: star on your hat?
2: Didn't think so. Nope. Didn't think so. Enjoy your reading them fancy book words.
3: No, Fred's just become full Jacksonville fan. He don't read.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't have to read. Fred,
2: Fred almost looks like he's from Jacksonville, too, now that he's growing his hair out. You're uh, starting to get that Jacksonville look. Hmm. You could mullet it out.
1: Mm, not really.
2: Trim it down on the sides, party in the back, business in the front. Come on, Freddie.
3: You can match Gardner Minshew. Yeah, you in the shoe.
1: Uh, I, I, I like where it is right now, but it's about it's gonna get cut at some point. We'll get oh, you a denim vest I think with you
3: the cut
2: off sleeves? No,
1: I'm not doing that.
2: I don't think you should cut it, Fred. I think you should mullet it.
1: Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 kinda iffy on the whole thing right now. <sighs> Dude, did she did she like dye her hair when she left? Yeah, it's, it's gold. Did she now. get some face work done too? I mean, she doesn't she only barely looks like a keeper. They're, they're doing her press conference. She looks completely different. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just saying.
2: Kudos to them. They've got their LSU's got their setup to make it look like there's thousands of people that she's talking to. Yeah. And then it's just like 40 people in the crowd. And it's like, wow, mm. they did a good job of fooling me there. They should have never shown that crowd Dude, shot. 40,
1: 40 is a lot for women's That's basketball. True. Let's not, you know.
3: Who won the volleyball tournament? Kentucky. Yes. They beat Texas three to one I think
2: oh sucks for Texas I mean listen I would I was cheering for uh for our state to to get a you know to bring home the trophy but if it can't be Texas, let it be the hot chick she deserved that victory I forgot her name There's already more of them forgot yeah. Her yeah. Not the only one on that team I forgot her name already but respect to her yeah all right I'm a fan yep probably my favorite volleyball player period top five for sure. And no, I would say she's the only one I can name but I can't name her.
1: Right. But you'd know her again if you saw her.
2: What's the girl that used to be married to a baseball player? I have no idea. Like she did beach volleyball and they were in the Olympics.
1: What were those girls'
2: names? The two famous volleyball girls that won all the trophy, or that won all the medals for America. And one of them was married to a baseball player. Like a crummy baseball player too. So she uh, and then she took it like there she was hyphenated like, her last name. Well, there was a little there was short It was Carrie
3: Walsh Jennings. Yeah, she that was, was the tall one. No, yeah. she was the short one. No, Missy Mae Trainer was the short one. Trainer is mm. Missy
2: yeah. Mae Trainer. She was married. What was their, her husband's name? I think it was like a catcher or something.
1: All right. Well, you guys don't know uh, what I, about I, volleyball. Well, I, I always rooted for the uh, Brazilian chicks in beach volleyball because they were the hottest.
3: Matt Trainer was her husband, and he played catcher for the Marlins. Uh, the Marlins, the Tigers, the Rangers, the Royals, and the Dodgers. Yeah,
2: he got around. Uh, good for him. He's best known for marrying the volleyball
1: girl. Well, there you go. I'm confusing that with the softball girl that used to be married to the guy who played for the Astros briefly, who was really hot. <laughs> Jenny Finch was it? Jenny yeah, Finch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So,
3: Madison Lily is the one that from UK that everybody loves. Kentucky, not the country. Okay. Ah, uh, Madison Lily. Madison Lily.
1: Okay, Okay. the name kind of sucks, but, you know, we'll we'll forgive that. I'm going to follow her on Twitter. (laughs) Stalker.
2: (laughs) What? I'm a fan. My bad. Sorry, I'm a fan. You guys aren't real fans.
1: Oh, boy.
3: (sighs) I guess it's only Creeper if you follow her on Instagram.
0: Yeah,
2: I would never do that. I would just search her name on Instagram and look at her stuff without actually following her.
1: Everyone knows how to do that. Oh, is that how you do it? I don't know. I am just i I'm just looking for some guidance there. So, uh, brother Bear said he had a segment one time where Blitzer's called in to ask AJ which sport he'd rather watch than WNBA. Does <laughs> women's NCAA basketball count too? Mm. Honestly, I'd probably watch a an NCAA basketball game, women's basketball game, before I'd watch a WNBA. Oof. It's close. That's I de- a tie. Volleyball definitely. Volleyball wins, right? I mean, we actually watched some of it. I don't know. At,
3: at least... At least there's some eye candy there.
1: Well, the only reason I say college is... It, 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 there's usually a team good enough for there to be a rooting interest. Like, you know, at least Baylor's in the state. You know, if she's really good at LSU, we got a lot of LSU fans, and they they care about that. Aggie won it one year. I, could, I don't care at all about the... San Diego stars or whoever the hell is playing in the WNBA. I mean, I don't care about college either, but I I at least am more interested in in it for that reason. Plus the tournament's much more interesting than any WNBA playoff. So
2: what is it going to, what I'm seeing this Jordan love is trending on twitter.com. Yes. What would it take to get Jordan love? Like what round are we talking? He was a first rounder last year, right?
1: Yeah, but now he's a used yeah. car once you drive him off I, the lot.
2: I mean, what is it? What, what would a third round pick?
1: Probably third, maybe a low second. What a what a,
2: and now, I mean, I guess if you're the team that trades a third for him, you're getting good value,
1: right? And you're the Packers, you look stupid. Yeah,
2: but also if you're the Packers at this point, aren't you smart to unload him for anything?
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know how bad he is. We didn't see him,
2: right? But that's the best thing. Like once once you see him, it's like these baseball prospects. I, I, I mean, it's like Kyle Tucker. Once you see it, you go, Oof. it's Forrest Whitley. Oh, is this is that?
1: Uh, nope, because we never saw no, it. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> we never saw Forrest. That's Whitley true. Before he died,
2: I guess it is just Kyle Tucker. And then you start thinking
3: that that's the guy, Jonathan Singleton. That's the guy we wouldn't give up for.
2: Who'd they have the chance to get? Uh, was it Corey Kluber? I don't even remember, but it's like, we wouldn't trade that guy. For, hmm, that's... Oh, it was uh, DeGrom. Yeah, we wouldn't give up Kyle Tucker for Jacob DeGrom? That, the same Kyle Tucker that's there now? That's weird. Well, yeah, at the time, Kyle Tucker was a mystery man. He was a guy who mashed AAA pitching, and we were like, oh, boy. <laughs> We're not trading him for anybody. He's the best player in the world. Tremendous. And then the Mets are like, man, this guy looks pretty good. All right, we'll give you DeGrom for him. And the Astros are like, nope. Don't think so, Bubba. We're not trading Ted Williams Jr. for some Jacob DeGrom. And turns out, maybe they should now, you Now, the, the Packers, they got their own. They got Jordan Love. And everybody's like, oh, Packers took him in the first round. Maybe he's pretty good. And the Packers are like, let's trade him before they see him play. Let's get him out of here before anyone sees him. But the Packers are doing this right. Get him out of here before anyone sees him play. They already blew it a little bit by drafting him. Get something while you can before people realize he sucks.
1: All right. We are going to take a very quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's a Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five nine two five.
0: Congratulations to the kid. And this is not a 40, but I'm pawing. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. Little late hits of Patrick Creighton Hall of Fame with Booker T. Afterwards, seven o'clock, and looks uh, like John Wall sitting out the rest of the season, which I'm for. I mean, <laughs> get get every get every stiff out there you can. You got to lose as many as possible.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, what's
1: the goal at this point? We
2: lose. all we all know what the goal is, and John Wall. I mean, he wasn't hurting the goal a whole lot, but he wasn't helping it either. No,
1: no, and he's still capable of hurting the goal. Yeah, so we'll see. You
2: let's see what what's the uh, tomorrow is the big game. Oh man, I'm so nervous. Are you guys nervous about the Rockets Wolves matchup? If the Rockets lose, if the Rockets lose tomorrow, they basically are saying. We're in. We're in that bottom three. We've met our goal because it's hard to find another win on their schedule, to be honest. It's hard. So, if they go out there tomorrow night and do their job, lose that basketball match, they're going to give themselves the best possible chance of getting an impact player. That's all we can ask for.
3: Will, all we can ask for. I will point out this Minnesota's won three out of their last five.
2: That's what I'm saying. Minnesota's messing up playing their best ball of the year right now. Keep
1: it now. up Wolves. Keep it up.
2: If you want to go back, uh well, if you want to go back the the last time the, the last three Rockets wins, uh you, you said what? 3 out of the last 5? 3
3: out of the last 5 and they also play the Jazz tonight. Uh
2: the Rockets have won 3 of their last 17. How about that?
1: Yeah. Is that better? That? Is that that better or worse? For yeah. uh, for our purposes
2: it's better. Okay. Now, but here's the scary thing. This is where you got to have fear in your heart if you're a Rockets fan. And I mean, this is just this is just the facts. I'm not trying to say this is what's going to happen. Rockets have already beat the Timberwolves once this year.
1: Can't okay? happen again. Can't happen again.
2: You cannot let that happen twice. You've got to be worse than that. All right. So far, the, the series is split 1-1. They, they did two in a row in Minnesota. Split them up. One and one. Now. This one's for all the marbles. You know what to do. You know what to do.
3: All right? Minnesota's longest losing streak this season is nine games. You remember what the Rockets was? Uh, It's now a league record, I believe. Was it 21 or 22? 20.
2: Oh, oh. And that was right after they'd won like seven out of eight or something like that. And it was like, mm. oh, they're, they're the real deal. No, they're not. Yep. They just played other really bad teams and won more of them than they should have. Victor Oladipo was ruining it scoring a bunch of points. Christian Wood was healthy.
1: That was a big mistake letting him get healthy. Yeah, he's got to get got to keep him hurt at least the rest of the season. And honestly,
2: I think in some of those re, in some of those games like DeMarcus Cousins was getting 17 rebounds and they're like, "Hey, I feel like you're not on board with our mission, DeMarcus." Go to the Clippers, bro. That's where he's at now. Get out of here. Go to the Clippers. Man, try to win some games. If you want to do that, do it somewhere else. That's not what we're, That's not our culture here. You're not a cultural fit here. Getting 17 rebounds in a game. Trying to make us win. I think Kelly Olynyk did that too once against the Mavericks, and they won. I'm surprised they didn't ship his ass out of town that day.
1: Yeah, somebody's got to take a hammer to his knee. Yeah. What are you let's, doing, just, Kelly? let's just get all these homeless guys that we don't know who they are out there, and there you go all right um country two t s Fred a j are you interested in doing a show at east End backyard? I'd love to uh was there briefly sunday it's a cool place, walking distance for me, so yeah, love to do a show there pretty,
2: not not pretty, today though
1: not, not today, not you know really not the rest of this week. We
2: filled up this week uh um, we can talk about it later,
1: yeah, um well, and then Wednesday. Wednesday's golf, and then Thursday's recovery day, and we got to get out early anyway. And then Friday, we're here in the morning. So, there. Um, all right, let's do a Zadok Jeweler's Gym of the Day. The Gym of the
2: Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler's
1: Gym of the Day. <laughs> uh, are you familiar with Texas resident Karen McBride? C A R O N. Ooh, Karan McBride. Maybe it's Karan. Maybe it's Karen. Maybe she just changed the spelling of Karen so that she wouldn't be a Karen. I don't know. I don't know who that person well, is. Well, 21 years ago, she rented a VHS of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like the
2: of the. Uh, was there a movie about that, or was it a? No, uh, it was a movie. Was it a vi- a video of like the television series?
1: No, it was a a movie. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay and
2: i didn't i didn't know they made a movie i thought it was just a a television series well
1: let this be a lesson to you well first off they made a movie second of all you never should have rented that particular one because now she got charged with a felony for late fees uh apparently she went to the dmv to try to change her name on her license and she had no recollection of ever renting the movie and explained she hadn't even seen an episode of the show nor the movie in her life she came to the conclusion that it had to be her boyfriend at the time oh, what a that rented the scumbag. movie as he had two young daughters. What a scumbag. He had to have put the rental under her name. I mean, I wouldn't put my name on that thing anyway, but uh, she received a case number and after calling an Oklahoma courthouse where she lived at the time, clerk looked it up and told her she'd been charged with felony. Damn. Uh, the, Think about me-
2: Oklahoma, all the meth and and like the uh, yeah. spousal abuse and they're like, oh, here, we're giving out felonies for, uh, for late fees. but uh, Blockbuster had to close down because of you, because you're selfish.
1: The court quickly realized the felony was centered on an overdue VHS rental and rightfully dropped the charges. What? Well, that's uh, not very Oklahoma. No, no. <laughs> Stick to your guns, Boomer. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the woman isn't quite over it. It hurt me tremendously in my family. Makes me madder and madder the more I think about it. Oh, well, Uh-oh. maybe take some responsibility. I was struggling to make ends meet when I knew I was quite capable of making really good money, huh? I, I don't, what is huh? she even talking about? Eh, yeah, well, hey, she's uh, she's free? She, that sounds
2: to me like she's trying to get some more bucks out of this thing. Yeah,
1: that's definitely what it sounds get like. Get over it, honey. And that is your Sad Dog Jewelers Gym of the Day the gem
2: of the day it's the gem of the day the Jeweler gem of the day the average annual income in Oklahoma is 60 dollars was that so, meth
1: or non-meth
2: that's like so wh- how much money were you really missing out on <laughs>
1: oh really not 60k really good salary, AJ not 60k
2: AJ. 60 dollars
1: it, it hurt my soul <laughs> it hurt my soul to be charged with a felony it's been
3: 58 of it away at the casino. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go over there, that, that, uh, Cherokee casino, spend my, spend my check.
2: If I hit it big, I'm getting my tooth replaced.
1: No, you know, I'm just tooth. getting, I'm just getting more meth. <laughs> you, know, you gotta, you gotta have a certain amount of meth that you, you do every day. If you're going to stay here, that, that's how it works.
2: in oh, Oklahoma. Listen, if you're a serious meth enthusiast, you don't want to just do it sometimes. Get, get real with it
3: yeah if you're gonna do something go all in yeah
2: yeah if you move to oklahoma for the meth you might as well get real in
1: the game Seven one three seven eight zero. espn somebody asked if the packers offered love to the texans for a three would you do it no no god no, no. what what would be the point of that
2: you know who's going to be interested in jordan love like the Denver football Broncos, a team like that, who's like. Well, they've already got one of those with Drew Locke. Right, but the, Drew Locke we know can't play. Yeah. That's the difference. But because the Broncos are in a spot where it's it's going to be tough for them to trade up and get the quarterback that they really want in this draft. So that seems like they may be a player for for some move kind of like that, where it's like, well, we can't really get what we want. But if you try sometimes.
1: You just might find you, you get, get Jordan, Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah. I think we've been doing this show together. <laughs> it's way yeah, too and, long. And the, Bron- the thing about the Broncos is they're not going to suck enough, I think, next year to be in the race for a really good quarterback. They, they're they too good on defense. They win games. Not enough games, but you know, I don't know. I
2: don't know. You want it, though. You want it enough. You'll keep pushing Drew Locke out there. You'll you'll make those Ls show up.
1: Kind of like the Rockets.
3: Uh, before we go to break, shout out to the Blitzer that's fishing at the pond by my house listening on either a speaker or on his phone loud enough that my wife could hear it while she was walking our dog.
1: Nice, her height.
3: Glad we're part of his day. Yeah.
2: You don't think that that guy is trying to hit on your wife, do you?
3: No, I think he was messing with the little baby gator that lives in that pond now that people have become fascinated with.
1: Mm. There's, there's a baby gator.
3: Yes, it's about two feet long. That's what she said.
1: That's, that's no baby where I come from. I'm <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> just going to say.
3: It's not very big, but uh, yeah. I had sent a picture of it to our buddy Doug Pike, and he said, yeah, I'd be careful because anything like a gator that small means that there's a big one somewhere around it to keep an eye over it.
2: You know what you need? A jaguar. <laughs> jump in that pond a and caiman. pull it out.
1: Yeah, A in, yeah. Yeah, he pulled that thing out. We're not doing that again. We're not doing that again. I'm putting the brakes on that right now. Thanks to New Breaks, by the way. And guys, uh, uh, New Breaks is such a great company. They're a mobile brakes repair service. And during the during the lockdown, man, they were perfect because they could come to you and take care of business, and you didn't have to go to a shop or a dealer. Well, guess what? You still don't have to go. Who has time to go do all that? They can come to your house. They can come to your work. You're going to save 20 to 50% off what you would at a shop or a dealer. So if you got work to get done, you can do it while they fix it for you. And you don't have to sit around and wait. And so many of the blitzers have sent me uh, testimonials talking about how great these guys are, how fast they are, how affordable they are, and that everything we say about them is true. And it's because it is. And if you go to newbreaks.com, dot com, mention 10%, uh, mention ESPN, you're going to get 10% off your service. And if you're going to be doing some traveling this summer, going to be driving around, you need to get your brakes fixed. And if you go to newbreaks.com, dot com, they're going to get right back to you with a transparent surprise-free repair quote. That's NewBreaks.com. Mention ESPN 10% off. NewBreaks.com. I'll let
0: you in. You left me up. You left me on my own. You love me all alone. I'll let you in. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Move over yourself. Real. Let's go. No fun. Sports.